Hey, we want to welcome you to episode six of the Finding Clarity podcast. I'm George Cannon, and we're here today to answer your questions about Christianity. Finding Clarity podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. It was started to provide the opportunity to answer questions that we found that folks had concerning Christianity, but maybe didn't have the means to get the answers for those questions. So over the last few weeks, we have been putting together this podcast to answer some major questions that people are struggling with. Today, we're going to look at one of those major questions that you might be confronted with, whether you've had somebody talk to you about this, or maybe you've read something on the internet, or you heard something on the TV or radio there's an accusation that's out there that God is nothing more than a bully, that he is bullying humanity, and that he demands that his followers worship him or else they'll be judged. And so we're going to really look at this topic today and for the next three weeks, because this really strikes at the heart of who God is, and whether or not God is who he says he is, or is God simply just a cosmic bully? So we're going to look today specifically at one of the main areas of accusations that folks have when they call him a bully, and that is that God, through the nation Israel, destroyed people groups in the Old Testament, wiped out men, women, children, and animals for no apparent reason, or for what would seem like a really jaded reason on God's part. So we're going to look at that question today. And and I'll be honest with you, when we look at this question, again, how you view the concept of God is going to determine where you land on this, whether you're going to accept what I say or not. Because really, when you talk about the concept of God punishing or God wiping out people groups in the Old Testament, you really have to ask yourself a greater question. And the greater question is this. Does God have the right to execute judgment on humanity? Does God have the right to execute judgment on humanity? Now, I find it very interesting that oftentimes when you have people who say that God is nothing more than a bully, the bigger issue that's beneath that statement is the fact that they would say, you know, I don't answer to God. God doesn't have a right to say this or that in my life. And so they reject any concept of responsibility towards God. So therefore they would say that God is a bully. You know, we see the same thing in our culture today, because when we look at our culture, we see that people are rejecting any concept of authority, whether it's police or or any or the court system or even the state or the federal government, in simply saying that they don't have a right to tell me what to do. And some of that comes out of our concept as Americans. But some of that comes out of a concept of that I'm not personally responsible to anyone. But the fact of the matter is society can't function that way. And our laws are not written that way. So when you have that kind of mindset, when you come across passages in the Old Testament that describe God 
telling Israel to basically wipe out a people group, it would seem that he is basically a bully. He's a cruel God. So we're going to look at that today. What I want to focus on as we look at this question is where does this concept come from? Well, part of it is, is it comes out of 1 Samuel chapter 15 verses 1 to 3. 1 Samuel chapter 15 verses 1 to 3. And it's, it's basically a command that was given to King Saul concerning the Amalekites, the people of Emelech, and what he should do with them. So let me just read to you those three verses. And then we're going to talk about it here for a moment, because there's a key word that you need to understand and that we need to grasp. In verse 1 of chapter 15 of 1 Samuel, it says this, And Samuel also said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people, over Israel. Now, therefore, heed the voice and words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel and how he ambushed him on the way when he came out of Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. And what follows in the passage is Saul basically carrying out Samuel's command from the Lord. Now, when you read this in and of itself, you would say, oh my goodness, this doesn't seem like the God of the New Testament. This doesn't seem like the God of Christianity, that he would go and execute a whole group of people. What's going on here? Well, I think you need to look at a couple of things here to understand what's going on. First thing you need to look at is there's a key word in verse 2. When you look at verse 2, it says this, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek. The key word that you need to grasp there is punish. God is choosing to punish Amalek at this point in history for the sins that they have committed, for the deeds that they have done that are wrong. Now, one of the things that you're going to find in the Old Testament over and over again is the concept that God punishes sin. It starts all the way from Genesis. Genesis chapter 3 with the very first sin that humanity had committed through Adam and Eve where God says that if you eat from this tree, you will surely die. The whole concept of punishment is there. When we transgress God's laws, we are going to be punished for that. It's interesting, in Genesis as well, in Genesis chapter 15, verse 16, God refers to another group of people called the Amorites, but when he talks to Abraham, he makes the point very clearly that their time of punishment hasn't come yet. Because in verse 16 of chapter 15 in Genesis, he says, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not complete. Meaning they haven't reached that point yet where judgment would take place. See, if anything, what you see through the, through the Old Testament is really a patient God, a God who's not willing to execute judgment, but there is, there comes a point when he's had enough, when he, when the people group or people 
reach a point where he executes judgment upon them. And it just so happens that in the in the first Samuel passage, his tool of judgment against this people group, the Amalekites, was the nation Israel. And he used them as the tool to judge this people group. Now, if you go on into the major prophets, if you look at Jeremiah, or if you even look at Isaiah, you begin to see that he is going to punish and is punishing, when you look at what happens in Jeremiah, the nation Israel for its sin, and the vehicle of punishment that he uses is the Babylonians. And he refers to the Babylonians in the prophets as his tool of judgment against Israel for its sin. Now, see, here's the thing that we've got to understand. God's not cruel. God simply executes judgment on those who transgress his laws, who sin against him. Now, that goes back to what I said was the greater issue. You've got to ask yourself, does God have the right to execute judgment on humanity? And the answer to that is yes, because he created humanity, and humanity rebelled against him. Therefore, we see a passage like in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, where Paul says very clearly that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. The outcome of sin is death. And that we, that's something that we need to grasp. Now, with that, I've brought out one other point here. You say, well, you know what? That really doesn't answer the question of he seems like a bully. Because here he is. He's just slapping people down when they do wrong. Well, again, let me remind you, when you read through the scripture, one thing that's going to come out, not just that he punishes, but you're going to see the patience of God in that he allows those people groups to have a period of time before judgment takes place. Like with the Amorites, when he says that their sin is not complete. We also see his patience with Israel up until the time of the Babylonian captivity where he tolerated so much of their sin in hopes that they would turn back to him. God is a patient God. He's not willing that any should perish, and he's hoping that people will turn back to him in repentance. And what we see is, is that, yes, God demands a price be paid for our sin. We're all condemned. We're all judged. But not only is he patient, but he's gracious. What do I mean by that? Well, if you go back to the Romans passage where he says, for the wages of sin is death, notice what the next line of that verse is. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, that's what I think you need to see. God's not a bully. If anything, God is one who deserves to be respected because of who he is. And when we transgress against him, we're going to face the consequences of that. And that consequence is punishment and ultimately death. But here's the reality. 
God in his great love for us gave his only begotten son so that you and I might have eternal life, so that you and I might have the forgiveness of our sins, that we might have the gift of eternal life. Now that, to be honest with you, doesn't sound like a bully. That actually sounds like somebody who is showing us mercy and is showing us grace that we don't deserve. Now, having said that, I realize if you have this concept of that God's a bully, my answer isn't going to satisfy you. But I am going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you to think about it for a moment. Does God, or really does anyone, have the right to basically execute judgment on humanity? Are people responsible for what they do? And if God is a bully simply because he holds man or people groups responsible for their actions, their sinful actions, then, yeah, he's a bully. But the fact of the matter is, that doesn't make him a bully. That makes him a righteous judge who demands a penalty. But here's the wonderful thing. His grace is such that he gave his son to pay the penalty for us. Now here's what we're going to do. We've got to look at another few aspects of this as of this statement that God is a bully, and we're going to do that over the next few weeks. Next week we're going to look at how could God send people to hell who've never heard of him. And what we're going to do is try to look at that from the New Testament, try to show you where that statement, again, is a wrong assumption concerning God. But yet, it's also going to show us the responsibility that we have. You know, I want to thank you again for listening to the Finding Clarity podcast. We would encourage you to go to the many different places where you possibly can access our past podcasts or basically share with others about the podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Finding Clarity Podcast. You can find us on our website, www.kerwinsvillechristian.org. Right on the front page, you'll see a, a banner there that you can click on for the Finding Clarity Podcast. It will take you to a page where you can access all of our past episodes and the questions that we've dealt with. If you would like to ask us a question, we ask you simply do that through Facebook or through our webpage, through the contact page, or you can come to church. If you, if you attend Kerwinsville Christian Church, just talk to me or put, put a question in the offering plate and we'll make sure that we look at your question on the podcast. If you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to come to the Kerwinsville Christian Church at 700 State Street. We meet for morning worship at 1045. And we hope to see you there. We trust that you'll have a good week and that you'll be listening. And again, we would encourage you to share this podcast with others. Let them know about this podcast. Have a great week.